Schedulicity has done it once again. They, uh, uh, in addition to their $5,000 a month grant that they give to a barber or to a hairstylist, um, they just, uh, they just made it so it's uh, a little bit easier to make some money. Yeah. I mean, they uh, came out with a credit card processing uh, payment system called Schedulicity Pays. It's pretty exciting, right? I mean, like they're offering it, uh, they're offering credit card processing for 1.99% or 10 cents a, a swipe, but... And what's cool about that is that they'll get, even give you a uh, free uh, card reader. That's unheard of, right? Because I know I paid like a bunch of money for mine. Yeah. You know? So they're going to give it to you free and then only charge you 1.99% with... Uh, 10 cent a swipe fee, right? Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't beat that at all. Um, and also what's really cool too is it works within your Schedule City app, so you don't even have to leave the app or use a different um, like app outside of outside of the, uh, you know, the, the, the already app, right? Yeah, you just stay in one platform. That's can't it. get easier than that either. I'm like, <laughs> I know, right? And you can uh, manage all your uh, all your papers right through there, right? Yeah, all your inventory and everything. It, you know, all major credit cards are accepted. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And the best part, which is also what makes Schedulicity incredible, is their their customer service, or as I like to be called, the rock stars. The rock stars. So you still have the love, same. Love the rock stars. The rock stars are are the difference makers in this company, as far as I'm concerned. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. And so you still get that uh, that that same service with them. Um, so I mean, literally getting paid just got a little bit better. Yeah. And then for uh, more information, just visit schedulicitycares.com to find out uh, more information on getting paid. Schedulicity cares. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey and of course I'm sitting with my best bud, Tone. What's up, Tony? What's going on, brother? uh once again man super uh super happy to have uh to to have uh our wedding person, expert our back. wedding expert back yeah so uh our wedding expert is uh we gave that title to miss ariella so because she is she just delivers the bombs when it comes to uh setting up your wedding business to you know to succeed to succeed right and you know not necessarily like you know how to do a braid or how to do an updo or how to do a whatever but you know how what you can do on the off season and what you can do within your business to have a business and be successful at it yeah, and I'm excited about today. And, it, you know, people probably can use this across the board in the hair industry, but it's really focused in on uh, red flag bridezillas. Love it. You know what I mean? So uh, everybody who does weddings, they'll get that occasional bridezilla, right, that just it it's not working. Well, let's be honest. I mean, if you go to, you know, if you talk to any hairdresser that um, that does weddings, like the backroom conversation is always about their bridezilla. So this is definitely a conversation that, um, that, that people are having, you know, hopefully you can avoid some of those bridezillas, but, um, with this conversation today, but, uh, yeah, yeah that's what everyone talks about. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to hear what Ariella has to, to say and her solution to it. Let's do it, man. So Miss Ariella, welcome back to your day off. Hey, hey, what's up, y'all? Thank you for what's having up? me again. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, we love having you on. Thank you so much for taking the time and uh, just blessing our our listeners with uh, with your knowledge. With your knowledge. Uh, 
Let's do it. Yeah, I love this. So, uh, bride, red flag bridezillas. Let's uh, let's talk about that. How to how to if if we can avoid them or what the what those signs are. Yeah. So let's start off with saying that there is no amount of money to justify crazy. There mm. is no way to reason with someone that's unreasonable. So that's like my first statement in terms of red flags. So I think that it's important to be and we've had this conversation, but being intuitive about how you're feeling. So intuitively, if you're meeting someone, if you're connecting with someone, if you've emailed back and forth, connected on the phone, if something just doesn't add up, if something doesn't feel right, it's not really necessarily time for you to exclude them, but definitely count it as a red flag. So if something just isn't adding up, um, if they are asking all the questions that you've already answered for them in an email, um, it's just, there's just like red flags to look for. Um, another thing is when their expectations are starting to become a little unrealistic. So for example, if you are meeting with them for the for trial and they are showing you some inspiration photos that are completely opposite of what they look like. So if they are showing you someone that is a brunette, but they have blonde hair or vice versa, or they're showing you someone that has a ton of hair, but they're coming in with a pixie cut. So just having unrealistic expectations is a major red flag. Um, something else that's interesting that I found is happening more frequently in the industry is this year, above all the seasons I've been doing weddings, I've been finding people scheduling multiple trials. So not just with myself, but they'll come in and they've already had two or three other trials with other companies that they felt unhappy with. So it's interesting to navigate this because I feel like they're coming to me as their like third or fourth trial because they've been unhappy with others and they don't even end up booking me. So some end up booking, some don't, but I feel like if someone is coming to you as like the third or fourth trial, that to me is a red flag because these other professionals that have already seen them it's not that they're doing anything wrong. It's like if they're just having a hard time making this client happy. As so a hairdresser have, that works behind the chair, that that's my equivalent to like, I've been to every hairdresser in town and nobody can get it right. You know, immediately you're like, you know, there's, there's this thing inside of you like, oh, I want to make you happy. But then the other thing is like, why is it going to be any different when I do it? Right. <laughs> right. No. And that's so true. But I feel like that's never happened as much as it's happened this, this season. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, just how social media has evolved and Pinterest and these expectations, but it is the biggest shift I've seen in all the scenes I've been doing is they're seeing multiple different companies and just, they're just not happy. I don't know. I almost don't even know how to make them happy at this point. So, right. so yeah, if, that's a red flag to me is if they're coming in for multiple appointments um, more or less with other companies as opposed to, because I've done, I've done more than one trial for someone that has booked us because maybe they're like, oh, I didn't love how that looked on me. So I'll do a second trial. Mm -hmm. And that feels totally normal. And that aligns with me. But if they're even coming to me for like a third or fourth trial, I'm like, you know, maybe I'm just not the best fit for you. I'm not sure that I can exceed your expectations. Mm. I like how she said, exceed your expectations. You know, right. that's her goal, not to meet your expectations, but to exceed it. And, and if I can't exceed your expectations, then we're not right for each other. Is that what you're saying? A hundred percent. I mean, for me, it's not, yeah, I want the business, but more importantly, I want them to be happy, whether that's with me or not. So they have expectations. And if I can't fulfill them, then I, I'm just not a good fit and I'm okay with that. I, I can come to terms with that. But how do you, how do you tell the client that? 
Um, interesting. So I have like a, whether it's, it's typically done, I guess, over an email or in person, I guess it doesn't really matter, but you know, thank you so much for the opportunity. I don't really feel like my company would be a good fit for you. Um, you know, I don't really feel like we can deliver your desires and expectations. Um, I think you might be best, you know, in a different plate or, you know, with a different company, I wish you all the very best, but I respectfully decline. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be put in, I guess it also depends on the situation. Like if someone just continues to be unhappy, then I'm sorry. I don't think we're a good fit. I don't think that I can exceed your expectations. I wish you all the very best. How often are you doing that in a season? Luckily, not often enough to, Mm. (laughs) not too often. I've done it several times. Um, and this was typically after seeing someone for, for a trial and this, I remember this, this was like two years ago and they had come for a trial and it was just, it was written all over their face, just unhappy they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but not even unhappy, but kind of rude about it. Like a little, like, like kind of just a little like snarky about it, not right. super happy, but kind of like rude about it. So at that point, um, I, she did end up signing a contract with us. I ended up, um, disregarding the contract and I gave her her deposit back just because I wanted to wash my hands clean. I didn't want, like, I didn't want it to follow me. So I ended up giving her deposit back and opened the date back up. Because, because even if, even if they wrote a bad review because you canceled them before the wedding is much better than them writing a bad review after the wedding. Yeah, Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I mean, I did it in a way where it made sense for my contract. So I had an X amount of days to still cancel if I chose to. Um, And there was plenty of time, you know, to do it. But that goes back to like when I'm doing trials on clients, I don't want to see them a week or two before their wedding. I want to see them months before their wedding. So I have a good perspective of if we're a good fit. If I see them two weeks before their wedding and I'm like, oh shoot, like this isn't working out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would be that person to cancel two weeks before their wedding. I, I, it would just not be a good situation. No, I totally get that. And like, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to leave them in a lurch either. No, no. And I wouldn't do, no, I wouldn't do that. But that's why I always recommend having their trials done multiple months prior to their event, not weeks. I mean, unless they're from out of town, then there's a good reason for that. But sure. It's all communication, right? Yep. Right. Exactly. So yeah. So if someone is seeing you multiple times for a trial, whether it's yourself, I would say I would, I would cap it off at two. If someone is seeing you more than two times for a trial, that would be a red flag for me. Mm. What other red flags do you have? Yeah. Um, if they just have unrealistic expectations. So I talked a little bit about that. If they're showing inspiration photos that don't really match up to anything that they want if they have short hair, but they're not open to getting extensions because they want this inspiration photo that has a ton of hair. So I think that a red flag for me would also be not being super open-minded mm-hmm. and and not having, you know, realistic expectations, which I feel like kind of go hand in hand. So, so what is that conversation when they come in and they are a blonde and they show you a picture of, of a brunette? I mean, how do you, what does that conversation look like? So I'll go, I'll say it actually vice versa, because this is more of a conversation that would be had if someone is a brunette, but comes in with a photo of blonde hair. I just say, you know, I just want to be super realistic with you. Your hair won't be as defined because you don't have any dimension in your hair or all the photos you showed me all have blonde hair in different dimensions and you can really see all the detail. Um, 
if you did want to see more detail in this style, I recommend some balayage, some highlights, something to give you some dimension that you can actually see the style. So I'm pretty upfront with it in terms of, of being realistic. Or for example, you know, I imagine this photo has extensions or she has a ton of hair. So if you really want to create the same vision, I really recommend extensions. Otherwise it won't look very similar to this. So I'm, I'm pretty upfront with them. And, and if they're giving me like some backfire, that's a red flag for me. Like if they're not open-minded, but they feel very stuck on their inspiration photo, then I don't think I can deliver that. I can't deliver three packs of extension hair on, you know, that's not, that's just not realistic. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, that makes sense to me now. Yeah, totally. What, um, what, do you have any, like, let's say, do you have any red flags when it's not the bride? Like, you know, you get the, uh, the infamous bridezilla moms or, or, or the, or the wedding party or something. Do you, do, do you, do you have enough time to kind of work that out or how do you work that out? Or, you know, what does that look like? Yeah, I don't have a ton of time on, unless I'm communicating solely with the mom, then I get a good idea. Cause I do. That to me mom. would be a red flag in itself. <laughs> communicating yeah. with just the mom man you know what though sometimes the moms are a little bit easier than the brides because they're they're older so they just want to like book things for their daughters they just want to get things done where a lot of our brides are like in school or in grad school and it's like they're not really super focused on their wedding so they kind of pass it on to their mom or if they're not local their mom takes care of a lot of things the mom I don't, i'm not bothered by the moms the the time i'm only bothered by the moms is if they all come in for the trial so say i have the bride in my chair but then you would think that her mom's the hairdresser because she's behind the chair with me. Right. <laughs> like she's literally like hands in the hair and I'm like, mm, okay, I don't know if this is going to work. So like I've, I've had moments like that where I felt like the mom's red flags. Um, but it has to get to a certain, it takes a lot for, for something to bother me. So I don't mm-hmm. think I'd be bothered by that. So I wouldn't say so much the moms and, and typically I don't really meet the moms until the day. Of, and at that point it's game over. It's too late. <laughs> too late. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Yeah. Did you ever like say we're not a, a perfect fit and then they they're begging or not or they're pleading to to stay with you? Sadly, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I say this because I think at this point they're like they know this too. Like they think like we're both ready to part ways. Well, that's good then. Yeah, cuz I'm a big sucker cuz uh I fired a client once and they started crying and they, they didn't oh want to. And I felt so bad. I said, all right, <laughs> one more time. No. <laughs> I gave in and I, I mean, yeah. I mean, although okay, she, she corrected her behavior, which is good. You know what I mean? She, she was very mean to the, to the front desk and very rude and very degrading. And so I, I let her know, I said, this can't continue to happen. And then it, you know, or I can't accept you as a client because I don't, you know, want anybody in my salon to be treated that way. And, you know, she came back the very next time and she did it again. And I told her, I said, you know, I won't be able to, to do your hair anymore because of, and literally she's crying in my chair and, you know, and <laughs> uh, I felt horrible. Oh. And then, but you know what? She, she did correct her behavior. And sometimes I guess you just got to have that conversation, but yeah. and you put her on notice, right? Yeah. yeah. Put them in check. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I just felt like a big sucker. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Doesn't Tony, matter. we got to talk about these boundaries. Right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, he did good though because he created boundaries for uh, for her, right? And and she 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 uh, true story. Yeah, you know, she, she knew good. what her boundaries were. She knew where she was. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, he's a big softy. 
Big softy sucker, <laughs> sucker. But she she corrected, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. So, um, so Ariella, what what are the other uh, red flags or, or, or things to look out for for uh, maybe not a great um, 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 relationship in the future? Yeah, so actually kind of feeding off what Tony said a little bit, uh, just rude, disrespectful, you're not meshing well, maybe like overly demanding, um, just not being nice. Like, I don't want to work with people that aren't nice. If you're not nice to me, then that's a red flag. Um, so, and, and I get that some brides can be very emotional. It's, you know, it's a stressful day. It's a big process. Um, so I get how they could be a little overwhelmed, but in terms of being just like rude or disrespectful, that's not even a red flag to me. That's just like, I'm not a good fit for you. I won't even go down my checklist. It, mm-hmm. It's just not going to work. It's just not going to work. Do yeah. you, um, it, you, on an earlier podcast, you mentioned that, um, you know, you work with a lot of the vendors, the same vendors, like whether it's the photographer or whether it's the venue or whether it's, you know, the bridal com- um, you know, company or whatever, uh, you know, the wedding dress company. Do, do the vendors ever talk and, and are like, oh my gosh, she's been a nightmare. And does that ever, is that ever a red flag or does that not happen? It only happens after the fact because I'm only typically there after the wedding. Um, yeah, I haven't. Unfortunately, I don't get a chance to mesh with them prior, or else I'd probably get a lot more red flags. But <laughs> I, I would know. I, I would have like the in because they kind of work with them much sooner than with myself. Right. <laughs> maybe, yeah. No. Maybe you need to do that. <laughs> right. Seriously, set up meetings. Yeah. Exactly. Or or just like you know have have like a a text with all of them saying like red flag, you know, right. yeah. watch that. Oh, that's a great idea. Just have like a thread, have just, like a Facebook page. Just, just have a thread and like, oh, watch out for X, Y, Z, you know? That's really funny. We actually had, um, I worked with this one venue and she sent me later, this is like after the fact, she sent me a picture of the exorcist. And because oh, no. coincidentally enough, the bride's name was Emily, which oh, was no. the name of the exorcist. Sure, right. <laughs> Oh which apparently she was just like the exorcist of a bride. So sorry, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> hope your wedding worked out. Ho- hope your marriage yeah. worked out. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't my bride, but yeah, there's definitely red flags and it, it. Chances are I'm not the only vendor that sees it. It's probably the floor. I mean, if they're giving me sure. a hard time, they're probably giving everyone else a hard time. You would think that they would treat you the best, even if they gave everybody else a hard time. Right. I, I, I carry scissors in my case. Exactly. <laughs> Oops. Whoopsie. I thought she wanted a haircut. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Um, I, I am kind of interested in what those conversations sound like, though. I mean, you, you kind of went over it. Um, have you, do you give us a, like a, a real life red flag uh, incident that 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 happened where um, you had to like, you know, have the conversation? Yeah, this was actually a couple couple years ago. Someone was connecting with me last minute. That's kind of another red flag. If someone's getting in touch with you like a week or two before their wedding, like hmm, what kind of happened there? So someone had tried reaching out to me several weeks prior to their event. I was available. There was like um kind of like a back and forth communication. She was like asking questions. I was answering. She was uh, basically asking for a discount, which is another red flag to me. So if anyone, side note, if anyone's kind of questioning your value or your worth, that to me is a red flag. Um, so she was doing one of those things, kind of like questioning um, my prices, finally said that she was going to book under what I had asked for. And then strangely enough, had her fiance call me back and mm. ask, it was, it was the most bizarre situation. I can't even like 
explain it. He had called me back basically asking for um, a discount. I, honestly, it was the most bizarre situation. I had already sent her the contract at this point. Um, and then when she sent it back, I just never signed it back because, and then I, you know, I called her back and basically said, I, I don't think this is going to work. I don't think I'm a good fit for you. I think you'd be much happier elsewhere. Um, I wish you all the best, but that was just a situation that had happened. It was the strangest thing I've ever encountered. Um, and it was just kind of as simple as that. I just don't think I'm a good fit for you. Mm. So do you have a checklist of red flags? And, and if so, say, say, for, say, I'm just using a, a, a random number. Say you had 10 and if you go, okay, if I check off six out of the 10, it's a no go. <laughs> I mean, do you have something like, that to guide you or do you just it, it, is it just more intuitive a little of both so I definitely have like I would say like a mental checklist in my mind because I've been doing it for so long so I have a good idea of what are red flags um yeah if I feel like they exceed if they check off most of my mental checklists then then yeah I just don't think it's a good fit but I do have a few I can run through that I think are really great yeah let's do it Cool. So if someone is impossible to get in touch with, so if they reach out to you, Hey, you know, are you free for this event? I say yes. And then they kind of go ghost on you and reach back out like three months later. Oh, Hey, I'm still interested. That's a red flag for me. Um, so basically impossible to get in touch with continues to cut corners, asks for discounts, doesn't value your worth. Um, you find yourself chasing and following up with them more than you should. So if I were just continuing to follow up with them and I don't hear from them, that's a red flag. If they reach out to me months later, oh, sorry for the delay, that's a red flag to me because at this point, months have gone by and chances are I already booked another event. Um, asks multiple questions that were all already answered in your initial email. So if I sent out an email with a quote and some basic information, but then they email me back asking all the questions I have already answered, that's a huge red flag because chances are they're not going to read my contract. They're mm -hmm. probably not going to do all the things that I had asked for to make sure that the day runs smoothly. So basically if they're just not receptive to the information that I'm sending, that's a red flag to me because if they can't even read my initial inquiry, then they are really going to mess up my whole contract situation. <laughs> it's like the, uh, it's like Aerosmith rider, you know, like, like, um, how they tell the stories that is that yes, they want nothing but blue M and M's like in the room, but what, how they say it, it's not to be like, it's not to be, you know, whatever the word is, you know, it's prima not the Donna. prima Donna, right? What it is mm -hmm. is that it's the last item on the contract. So they know if they have nothing, but they know immediately when they go in, if there's blue M and M's in the room that they read the entire contract. Gotcha. That's, so that's why they yeah. do it. <laughs> that makes sense. So that's yeah. your writer. So, if, if you don't think that they're going to, they're going to read your writer, then you're like red flag. Basically. Yeah. I mean, the initial, the initial inquiry in the quote, like when I'm sending a quote that there's not that much information and, and in truth, it's probably a quarter of my contract. So yeah, that's totally a red flag. Um, and then another thing is if they just continue to change the details. So if they continue to change the amount of services for hair and makeup and the location and the timing or if they're very just kind of like disorganized in their own event, that's a red flag to me because if you can't get your stuff organized, how am I mm -hmm. going to organize me and my team? That's just, that's a red flag to me. And I don't want to work with people that are disorganized. I mean, it happens and I manage and it's fine, but generally if I could pick and choose it, I wouldn't want to work with someone that's disorganized. Well, that's one red flag, right? So like if it's one with multiple red flags, then maybe it's time to terminate the, uh, the relationship. Totally. For sure. Yeah. 
for sure. Like I'll let things go. Like if it happens once, but if it continues to happen, it for sure is a red flag to me. You're stuck with me, Corey. So. <laughs> <laughs> so like in a nutshell, to wrap it up, I would just say that if you are stressed out and overwhelmed before their wedding, just imagine how overwhelmed and stressed out you'll be the day of their wedding. So something that you don't want to deal with the things that you're dealing with the day of the wedding, if you're dealing it with, you know, prior to even booking. Hey, would you do us a favor and could you put this uh, red flag list on your link tree on your Instagram? I will absolutely do it. Yep. I'll do a checklist. I'll pop it on the link tree and anyone that wants to check it out could just go right over and, and grab it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Thank you so, so much. That's of really course. awesome. Ariella, once again, dropping bombs, dropping knowledge. Um, we appreciate the, uh, the time that you, that you give our listeners and, and that you give us honestly. And, and, I can't wait to, uh, to, to, to share a hug again in the, uh, in the, in the near future, hopefully. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. Thank you guys for having me. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Ariella, once again, thank you very much for joining us on your day off. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. Peace and hair grease.